1: We're talking about living in the gray. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Friday's Land Flipping Blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contract scripts and forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday,
0: sir. Hey, happy Friday. I am uh, I am kind of, now that I've brought this topic up, I'm kind of confused on it. Like, I'm like, okay, well, is this the best topic to talk about or not? Especially around tax time, I didn't know if that's where you were going with this. You want to talk about well, living th- in the gray? That's it's, where it came up from. That's, that's that's where it started from. Because I did. It took me three days to do my taxes this year. Like I spent three full days just hammered into it, going through it line by line, every transaction that I've done in 2020 line by line. I went through. Yeah, it's interesting going line by line through all transactions.
1: It makes you think about living in the gray. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, do you really want to get into this? No, we is it time to? I mean, you're not too late to switch the subject. No, no, no.
0: And, and I think this is it's when we take it out of that one context, <laughs> you know, like, and and move it to just the bigger, the bigger macro look at life, business, and what we do in our journey. You know, do you do you live on the edge a little bit, or do you not? Well, some would argue that buying
1: land for ten, twenty, thirty plus thousand dollars without ever going to look at it that's living on the edge yeah
0: yeah
1: um i think uh i kept going back to living a little sketchy when you were telling me what this whole thing's about
0: i uh and i i agree with that uh, to a point but like uh, let's let's think about this like so so many people think that buying and selling and just as an example here to kind of get people's mind marinating on the right subjects you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had that laugh, like, "Oh shit, here we go." No, no, it was not here we go. Just okay, like, the fact that you had to tell everyone, "Let's let's get let's get our minds right." Let's, let's get let's, it. Let's,
0: I, w- I want it marinated a little bit because you know we we live by a sort of a set of laws that we have. There there are people that use the law as a way to keep from doing stuff, or there are people that use the law in a way to do stuff. Does that make sense? Wow. I, I don't,
1: I'm st- still not going to like a happy place here. I'm I know. Thinking. I feel like it's not. I'm trying to get there. I'm
0: trying to get there. But there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a, a finite, like there's, there are two types of individuals and you see so you either using like, Oh, can't do that. And you don't want to even get near it. And then there's the say, okay, Hey, that's the line. Like how close to that line can I get? Can I, can I dance around it a little bit or not? There are people who
1: take those laws and they find the loopholes to where they're not crossing any legal boundaries they're still
0: doing things legally exactly it's still okay, but they're, would you color that gray like yeah I would you kind of you have you sure. have you have the white you have the black line and you have, it, it's a scale of gray up to that black line correct would you would you yeah. agree with that yeah, so and it's learning how to get in those areas is where it's super beneficial for you, yeah, yeah, I mean you gotta be definitely be uh
1: like c y a on that you know because you can. Easily get in trouble if you're not careful, but yeah. every rich person, like I'm going to guess, I haven't, I don't know every rich person. Like and when I say rich, I mean ruling the country, kind of rich. Yeah, I bet they live in the gray.
0: Oh yeah, and so and I'm glad you said that. So we're, we're going to go off taxes with that because I want to follow that because I, I'm, I'm with you now on when we see the taxes. Like oh, they're going to tax the ultra wealthy. They're taxing an individual that has an ultra big income. They're not taxing somebody that owns a pass through entity. Oh. So like you, it, it's, so it sounds good. We're going to tax the billionaires, but the billionaire doesn't actually make any money. Yeah. We just talked about this with Jeff Bezos the other day. I mean, Amazon pays yeah nothing
1: in taxes.
0: Yeah. And well, even if so, they
1: change the tax law, he'll still pay nothing. nothing.
0: Yeah. But it, and so the, the argument behind that is, well, he generates tax money in other ways for the communities because of employment tax, the money that it generates, it goes into sales tax and things like that. But as a whole, they're, they're, their business is set up offshore to where they don't pay that. And that's that gray area. Is it morally right? It's the, legal. It's legal. Yeah. There's loopholes for that. And if you're
1: not, if you are that wealthy and you're not hiring people or figuring out, figuring out a
0: way to uh, use those loopholes to your advantage, then you're missing out. You're exactly right. And that's, and that's my whole thought behind this. And like I said, it started with taxes and taxes are an easy one to go to because you know, when you buy a new car, you, you go to the DMV or you buy a used car and they ask you, hey, how much is it worth? So we can give you the 6.25% sales tax on it. Do you tell them the real cost or do you tell them what you think it's worth? Yeah, it's kind of up to you. You know, I don't know a lot of people that tell them the real one. I, I made a mistake and the lady goes, "Yeah." when I bought the red Mustang, I said, yeah, I paid 15000 for it. And she goes, oh, really? That old of a car? And I said, okay, call it $4,500. <laughs> She goes, well, you already told me 15. I said, like, yeah, I'm going to walk back outside and come back in. We'll do this again. <laughs> and so, but it, I mean, just something like that just changes the amount of money that, and to me, I don't want to call that gray because that's just a blatant lie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's stuff like that, but then there's, you know, we, you see like using those type of laws to your advantage and finding those loopholes. I mean, that's what any real good businessman should do. Like when I was talking earlier is, can you, can you buy, we talk about buying real estate for cash. But can you do it on a credit card? And could you cash advance that credit card to buy that? And could you b- take a little bit extra out? So if it was a a ten thousand dollar cash advance, and you took eleven and made that paycheck, you made the payments while you're holding it with that extra thousand dollars. Is that illegal?
1: Well, I don't know if it's illegal. Um, if if you took a loan for eleven, you only needed ten of it, and you use that extra payer thousand
0: to make that payment. Yeah. But you were gonna make ten thousand dollars profit. profit. Right, I mean, and you yeah. and you paid it off a couple months later. Did you work the system for your benefit? Oh, good question. And to me, that's like that's what I mean by living in a gray. There's you can get creative with what we do in our businesses, and and you know I I see so many you see so many of the things that people don't want to get started because of this this and this, and this is not a go take debt use that money to pay it back. But sometimes when you have a deal that's a great deal, and you got everybody's trying to get in with you because it's such a good deal, and you need to do something great, you can be creative in that. And not risk going to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of deals coming up
1: that we we're just like kind of underwriting, talking about whatnot. And I'm thinking, well, there's a hundred grand there, hundred grand there, hundred grand there. Where the heck am I going to come up with five hundred thousand know, dollars? Yeah. At that point, when you're forced in that kind of situation, that I think that's where the creative the creativity comes from. Because you're like, how do I come up with this money, and what can I do to make it work?
0: No, I agree with that. I think there's a there is a the juices have to get flowing and they have to be able to look at an opportunity and say, hey, with this opportunity, what what are the possibilities? And not and sometimes throw outside of the box. You know, as a kid, we're taught to to think outside of the box. And sometimes you got to throw stuff on the wall to say, well, what if I did it this way? You know, I I know some uber wealthy people today, and I and a reason they're on my mind is I was driving by one of the developments, and what they did is they built 150 lots, sold it to a big developer, kept thirty of them, built thirty rent houses, and that's their kids' rent houses. So they they're, they're breaking ground on phase three right now. And I drive right past it on the way to the studio. And so I saw that today and I know how they got started was in 96, they were going to for rent by owners and asking them to owner finance their house. And they built up a portfolio of hundred houses and then sold the portfolio to an investment REIT. And so that, that's kind of thinking outside the box, you know, is it illegal? No, it's using every advantage you can or using any method that is not illegal, but just not normally thought about this kind of like, well, doesn't really make sense to a lot to the mass majority of people, but it gets the job done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think better than just saying like living in the gray is, you know, like I don't really know, but like how creative can you be? What kind of creative ways can you make things work for you without going to jail? <laughs> um, there's a lot of it out there. Yeah. You know, you were kind of telling a story about Mark Cuban getting started before. It almost sounds illegal to me, so I don't know. <laughs> well, he, and
0: he's he's made this public. It's a conversation that he couldn't pay his rent, so he kited checks back and forth just to make that rent, which he knew he was going to get back. And so make a check, uh, write another check to another place, and then it, since at that time, banks had a delay response to when the checks actually cleared from when they gave you credit. And so you, you'd kite a check back and forth, and it made your account look bigger so he could pay his rent. Kiting is definitely that illegal. is illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's it's stopped now with the the central banks and the reserves. How they, how quickly they put the uh, the checks through actually now, but you know at a time it was six seven days for them to actually clear. Now since it's electronic, you you wouldn't do that now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, um, but getting creative, you know, you could always. Get a line of credit for hundred grand at one percent or two percent. Put mm-hmm. it into a syndication that you're getting eight percent on, and yeah, arbitrage it, arbitrage it. Yeah, pay your note off and take the difference.
0: Yeah, I, and there's, oh, there's th- people do land notes that way. Yeah, there's leverage leveraging your credit against it. I heard I once heard a a, a guy say if a real estate investor has over eight hundred and fifty credit score, he's not doing it right. He's not leveraged out as far as he could be, and that what? scares me. That scares me to say that out loud because I don't want somebody to say, Hey, I need to go leverage everything. But there are times where you need to utilize leverage. Yeah, when people start uh,
1: saying things about your credit and like, I don't know, because that that one throws me off. Okay, yeah, because okay. you can still pay your bills. Yeah, like when someone tells me that they an eight hundred and fifty credit score it's too high for real estate. And I'm just like, uh, maybe a shady one. <laughs> maybe the person who just takes a loan and doesn't like pay it back until doesn't make any payments until they sell the
0: property. Yeah. I now that you said shady one. I'm thinking of all these guys that got these PPP loans and these ELDI or EDLI loans, um, emergency disaster loan impact loan, EDIL, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, got those and went out and bought like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and yeah. Rolexes and they were buying them under, uh, fake LLCs that you know people had died you know that is 100% illegal and that's not what we're saying here Real interesting how it seems like a lot of preachers got caught doing that Yeah the Lord <laughs> give it and the Lord take it away <laughs> It's uh but you know that it is learning what's going on like we talked about you know the covid there was a covid deduction on taxes did and it wasn't like put out there but it was a deduction it was actually there if you were out of work for 10 days and you had to go you had a deduction that would take Ten days off and give you a deduction on your taxes, Mm -hmm. and you know that's to me. You didn't even have to have it; you just had to be quarantined for it for ten days. Yeah, I've asked my
1: accountant about that one. He hasn't responded yet. Trying to get, trying to get, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get
0: gray. I'm trying to get gray. I'm
1: not not scared to say I want to get gray. I want to get gray within the legal bounds on my taxes this year. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I agree. I told you what my what I had to work bound from to where I ended up, and I'm not gonna say I everything I did was within the confines of what actually was spent and how it went. But that's kind of like the difference of, you know, living a lifestyle that's based off expenses. You know, if your house was rented or you, the apartment you live in, it was leased by casual Fridays, you know, that's actually excused by the business. Could you do a corporate lease and it'd be okay? You know, it's, it's all in perspective. Does that sound great? Well, to the normal person, it's not gonna understand, well, why do you pay your rent out of this? Well, the company pays it. You know, it's like having a business car, like the company buys the car. Um, like the people that use Montana to not pay taxes on their winnebago
1: Or luxury car
0: or their luxury car so supercar right yeah so that, and that's and that's one of those things it's it's perfectly legal is it a gray thing in the state that you live in cuz you have a corporation you know you set up your llc in, in Montana so you can avoid paying 6.25% on $300,000 and you pay 1295 for a car that's over 130 that's mm-hmm. i think the statute I'm I'm guesstimating here a little bit. It's eight ninety-five if you stay under the hundred and thirty thousand dollar.
1: I think what you're just really trying to tell everybody that's listening today is just throw your morals out the window and just be as sketch as possible.
0: <laughs> I did not say that. That was not <laughs> that's, that's kind of any, what I picked up. I, I'm saying use the resources around you. Look for the ways that you can make it work for you and, and not be scared to say, Well, my mom, you know, my mom and dad, they worked at W two their whole life and they paid their taxes and then they didn't get to use it. You know, it's kind of kind of in a way that hey, if it's if it, the paper says this and this is what the law says, don't think of it as a way to stop you. Think of how to get creative around it. All right. Well, I guess that's what we'll do then. Okay. That's, Final <laughs> words? No, I I guess that I guess that's it. So go out and go out and be great. <laughs> He'll save <laughs> you a room
1: at Leavenworth.
0: I'm not going to Leavenworth. you <laughs> all keep saying that. It's not happening. No, and it's it's funny that it's funny that it does sound like when you try to explain it to people, you're like, I'm like, you're trying to be sketch and you're really not trying to be sketch. You're just trying to maximize the benefits because think about this, right? How many people do not take the deductions that they need and just their, their basic, their income taxes, just something as simple as income taxes. Do you think that the standardized deductions for sales tax, just in its own, you spend more or less than what that is? Uh, I really don't have any idea. Okay, so sales tax, if they take how much you made and they assume that you paid this much percentage um, and they, they give you a standardized deduction or you can enter everything that you bought for the year and get sales tax off of it. So I think my standard, my deduction this year was $31,000 on sales tax. I don't know if I spent more than that or not, but just imagine if I did. Yeah. I feel like most people, uh, myself included, in the past...
1: Um have paid more in taxes because their accountants have to sign their name to the paperwork and they don't want, their accountants are afraid to go into the gray area because their name's on the table.
0: I would agree that they don't want to go into the gray because you don't have the records to support it. Now, just think if we got ninja with it and we said, okay, Hey, I'm going to keep track of everything I spent and anything that could be remotely considered business is going to be business. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're, you are yourself, me and you go talk about, we go to lunch almost every, every week. And it's about business. Mm -hmm. We talk about business. We talk about investments. We talk about our growth. We talk about one of the six companies that between the two of us we own. You know, it's those are the things that I'm talking about. Using that because it's it's tax time. Everybody's looking for deductions. We probably didn't keep good records all year. But, you know, to me, that's like one of the biggest things like the government has got over on us. Like we're like, oh, the standardized deduction. What if they changed it by half a percent next year? How much money does that look like with the entire population? And people just sign off, say, "Yeah, it's a standardized deduction. Let's take it, go." Yeah. You know? I mean, most people just probably, sign it and go. Well, they probably don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you, and that's you know, it's we we accept what the rule is given to us versus saying, "Hey, you know what? Let me push a little bit here and see what see what this really is." Because what may seem like it's a big push is 100 legal. It's 100 out of our comfort zone because it's not the norm. It's not what we were taught generationally but it allows us to get a little bit farther in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk about sponsorships, like marketing costs. There's a reason my company names are on the jerseys when we raise BMX. we got a sponsorship. Sponsorship's marketing cost. Drops into the, they write a check to the company, from the company to it. I mean, if we did it to, gave it to American Heart Association, it'd be the same thing, except they're a nonprofit. You get a different kind of
1: deduction Deduction there. for that, right? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, there's there's things like that. You know, it's and it's why all these people go to these – Galas and they have these non nonprofits set up to do art shows and they buy this art and they trade it back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's a way to preserve wealth,
1: yeah you just really gotta immerse yourself in and know this kind of stuff. I actually went to a tax a tax accountant uh like live event where this this we a very renowned lawyer slash c p a does these speaking engagements mm-hmm. and he he uh floored the entire. Um, audience Mm -hmm. by talking about a professional real estate tax exemption, professional real estate person tax exemption or whatever. And when he was talking about it back then and everything he said, people's jaws were like on the floor. I I still remember today, like just saying, holy crap, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to three accountants since then that have zero idea what I'm talking about.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: And I remember him, I I don't remember all the specifics about it or else I would push it really hard. I don't even know how to Google it, but um, it was, uh, Something like if you can prove you work at least 20, 25 hours a week in real estate as your po- full-time profession as an investor or salesman or whatever, like there's just massive write-offs for you. Mm. And no one has known about it since.
0: Yeah. And so <laughs> that's, it, the, that's, 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 that's the scary part of it, it,
1: trusting the life with the CPA. Yeah. Well, and maybe, maybe the speaker, I mean, maybe he has no idea. <laughs> maybe he was full of it because the last account I brought it up to said, yeah, well, these guys who do speaking engagements are no longer – doing taxes and so he's not assigning his name to anything so maybe he'll tell you whatever he wants to say
0: mm-hmm. that's what they all say <laughs> that's the same guy that tells me when i go to get my mail out of the po box that it's not driving miles that's that should be sounds like it to me mm-hmm. so i can't help <laughs> i stop at the gym and drop the kids off on the way there it's it <laughs> right sense it's on the route yeah it's on the way so so yes living in the gray baby <laughs> living in the gray
1: All right, well, I think we covered enough. You?
0: Yeah, I do as well. And again, this is just to get your mind going, looking at different opportunities, looking at a way you can maximize this for yourself and success. And I think that's the important, it's an important trait you have to pick up as an entrepreneur when you're working for yourself is how to look at these type of opportunities to better yourself and put you in a better position.
1: Cool. All right, guys, that's it for today. It's Friday. Hope you have a great weekend. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.